Warning! The Bone Bad Joe is intended for adults only and contains bad words and other yucky stuff that may make some people very angry. So watch out! some way to get that money honestly well that could be a problem only kind of song you ever want to sing the same songs only way i ever want to do nothing is all wrong i was raised by wolves in a deep dark cave i was taught to be So 210 of the Bone Bat Show. This is Steve. And this is Gord. How's it going, man? It's going great. It's going so great. Like every episode 210, this is the episode that we announced we're having our film festival. Again? Yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. Last night uh, we met our goal for the 12th Comedy Horrors Film Festival. So we're putting on a show, guys. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Unless we have another global pandemic. Why the fuck would you even say that? Just to get it out of the way. God. Like, if we just say it's 100% going to happen. So I can knock on it because you're fucking our shit up. No, I'm not. Stop that right now. You're you're jinxing us. You're jinxing us. I didn't say it. No, but by by making it sound definite, that's what jinxes us. We always got to have an out. You say like this is gonna Absolute happen, words. and then like I don't know how I can work. Freaking flying monkeys with machine guns. Insane working with you. I don't know how I do this. I don't know how you've done this all these years, frankly. <laughs> or why so, I said yeah. all this April years. April twenty second, twenty twenty three, at Sif Cinema Egyptian in Seattle, the twelfth Comedy of Horrors Film Festival, featuring features and shorts from around the world, live music from. Seattle's own The Destroyers, and uh, probably some prizes. Galore. You and I, talking smack. Talking smack, selling swag. Shaking hands, taking kissing tickets, babies. Shaking hands, shaking glands. It's what we do. 
we why? might Again, might why? just stick with the hands this time <laughs> after the incident sorry i'm still sorry i don't know I'm i don't know that. we don't even know what's gonna happen we've never been to the egyptian before no, that's exciting man these like opulent new digs opulent i'm, I'm fired up it's gonna be we've fun. upgraded to opulent this and you've been fantastic. watching shorts right what yeah, I've watched a, a metric <laughs> ass load of shorts. You, the way you said that sounded like you've never heard of a short film before. <laughs> <I know. laughs> you didn't even recognize that films came in short variety. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm supposed to what now? That was the, the most <laughs> vacant thing I've heard from you. Wow, that's something. Because you've heard me say some really vacant things before. Man, we're really punchy when we record this show in the morning. <laughs> yeah, the whole morning either. show is a different vibe. Weird, huh? Yeah. Wow. Uh, when we're drinking coffee instead of... <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's get this thing back on track. Okay, so okay. Comedy Horrors Film Festival, April 22nd, 2023. That's a go. Thank you to all the backers who uh, supported us to make this festival happen. We'll get back to all of you shortly. Uh, in the meantime, things to know... Advanced tickets will go on sale on February 1st. If you've got a short comedy horror or comedy horror film that you'd like to submit to the festival, filmmakers, we have uh, submissions open through March 1st on Film Freeway. So you can go over there and uh, search for Bone Bat. You'll find it, or you can hit the link at the Bone Bat Film Festival page. Finally, we will stop bugging you at this point and uh, start watching shorts. We'll probably eat some fudge, I think. Watch some features. I, I was going to say, what is your favorite shorts-watching snack when you're at home, you're going through a bunch of shorts? Like, I, I don't imagine you, like, making a bowl of popcorn for this. What is your no, snack No, I'm not choice? a popcorn guy. Well, it depends. I like to eat crunchy things when I'm watching shorts. But if I'm wearing headphones, crunchy things does not work out because then all you hear is the crunch in your mm-hmm. own head. Can, and it I sounds can, like you're just like eating bones, which you're not. That. So, yeah, generally my favorite thing would be headphones free, eating corn uh, nuts. <laughs> no, not <laughs> if I can space, I can picture the bag. Eating the vinegar and salt potato chips. Okay. Yeah, that's the thing. What about you, Steve? Uh, you know, I, I think if it's this time of year, I think uh, sugar Christmas cookies. I think that that would be one of my favorite snacks. Hmm, sugar Christmas cookies. Yeah. Of all the Christmas cookies. Yeah, that's yeah, I like those sugar not, cookies. Those are good. Not a gingerbread cookie? Nah, a gingerbread's okay. That's kind of a change up for me. I think I prefer the sugar cookie. I like getting gingerbread men and just biting off their extremities, just chewing off their arms and legs. You know, though, sometimes, like, you have the bakers that kind of go apeshit with the ginger. Like, yeah. a gingerbread should be, you know, oh, yeah, that's a gingerbread. It shouldn't be, uh, why are my lips burning? <laughs> yes, jalapeno gingerbread yeah, top. Take with, it easy you know. on the parts per millionth of the ginger, folks. Yeah, I agree. Generally, yeah. the, the gingerbread I'm eating is homemade, so can control the amount of ginger that goes in. You are a control freak now. Mm-hmm. The way you throttle your gingerbread, man. <laughs> God, you got to choke up on the ginger, Steve. <laughs> That's not a euphemism. All right. So uh, now that we've got that put to bed, uh, why don't we <laughs> do what we normally do about this time, Gord? What, what do we do? Off? Hmm? Oh, Steve, you know, it's the holiday season. And I'm at an age, I'm at a point in my life where I really probably don't need much in the way of physical items. And some of my loved ones recognize that. And so they... They donate to charities, like in my name. Listen, people, don't donate to a charity that I'm not into in my name. Just don't do that to your loved ones either. If you got somebody on your Christmas list and they're like really into one thing, don't donate in their name to a charity that's the opposite of the thing they're into, okay? Jesus fucking Christ. That's not a gift. That's just you doing your own thing and sticking somebody else's name on it. That's bullshit. That pisses me off. That's like when Julie always gets pissed when I buy her like two steaks for Valentine's Day. <laughs> that's okay. Wait, do you eat both steaks? <laughs> no, but yeah, I'm kind of buying up, a gift dude. for myself, right? If I do that. No, well, yeah, no, I can kind of see where she's coming, but imagine like buying your vegetarian friend two steaks and then eating them. <laughs> 
in their name. Because they can't eat them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, in their so name. You oh, I'm eating this steak yeah, in your name. Absolutely. Yeah. That was just for that comedic cow. purposes, by the way, folks. I would never just buy my wife two steaks for Valentine's Day. I thought you were a rapper that went by that name, Two Steaks. <laughs> two Steaks. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh. I do not have a flow, as they say. <laughs> that is what they say about you. Great guy. No flow. <laughs> no flow at all. What about you, Steve, besides your lack of flow? Pardon, what pisses well, me off is I think I've got air goblins. Oh, shit. Really? Yeah. So before I came down to California, one of my tires was giving me, every once in a while I'd say, you know, adjust air pressure. You get that little light lighting up on your dashboard yeah like, okay well i'm, I'm gonna go on a long trip so i go in and i have them rotate my tires because it'd been a while and check everything make sure everything was good and each tire you had to actually pay extra for like one little sensor inside the tire but making sure that the appropriate air pressure is present in all four tires yeah reporting back on the air pressure right. those things are garbage by the way but and come so on the guy says he's, he's like okay well you know uh, th- everything's great right now after you go on your trip you know you might want to check it and just make sure because, you know, air adjusts over time. Also, temperature can make your sensors read oddly as well. So when it gets really cold and then your tires warm up and you're driving. So Yeah, I'm, I'm aware of the pressure-temperature yeah. relationship. So the last two weeks, it's been cold as shit here. You're talking mm-hmm. below freezing at, at night, like 27, 28 degrees, which isn't cold to a lot of the nation, I recognize. But, uh, you know, I'll get up, go out to the car, start up the car, drive all the way to work, drive all the way home, and when I park, when I arrive at home, it says, adjust your tire pressure. It <laughs> no. hasn't said it at all the whole time, any other time. It's only when I pull up at my house and stop and go to turn off the key does it say adjust your tire pressure. <laughs> you know, and I've checked them with the gauge and they all look mm-hmm. good. They're within their respectable uh, range of where they're supposed to be. So I have no idea what's going on. All I can think is it's air goblins. It's pr- well, it's fifty percent chance it's air goblins. Fifty percent chance you're like everybody else with those dumb things in their tires, and you need to ignore them. Like, look at your tire. Does it look like it's flat? If it's not, carry on with your life. Because well, no, yeah, every I mean, time the, the temperature idea, changes, it, it loses a few pounds. It needs to be topped up, or you get a nail in it, or something. A slow leak. Yeah. It's good to know that. But the other thing is. Evidently, there's two different things because I've also seen, like, sometimes I'll get a notification that your left rear tire needs to be checked. So it's not saying that. It's like a different thing that just says, adjust your tire pressure. And it's oh, not see, I just have a warning which tire, light. Which is just bullshit. It's a picture of a tire. And so it could be any of any or all of the tires. <laughs> yeah. And if, if it's cold, I get in the van and it's cold. Yeah, that that's on. Yeah, or... That's yeah. God, I hate air goblins. It's air goblins are, are some of the worst. Just the, I mean, their distant cousins' fart goblins are, are even more extreme. You don't want to get a case of fart goblins. <laughs> no, you don't. Hey, I almost forgot uh, our musical guest this show, Gord. Oh, it's those rich bastards, right? <laughs> so close. Those oh. poor bastards. Oh, uh, Wisconsin's own have just released... Uh, just before Thanksgiving, released a brand new release, God Awful. And so uh, we thought we would have them back to uh, play some of their tunes. We opened the show with the song Untamed. And uh, why don't we listen to another one from that new CD, Gordon? Let's do it, man. What are we going to listen to? All right. This is called The Beast. Enjoy. Soon the beast shall be released from its And it will come hunting You are its spawn, but not its pawn, little darling It's not much, but it's something After all
Once again, that was The Beast from Those Poor Bastards and their latest release, God Awful, from Tribulation Recordings. You can find their stuff at Tribulation Recordings. Google it. You'll find it. You will. There's also a link on the Bone Bat page. Uh, Those Poor Bastards, from their bio, play miserable and primitive old-time gothic country music. Lonesome Wyatt, guitars and vocals, and the minister, banjo, bass, etc., are both legally certified holiness preachers, Gord. Woohoo! If you're looking for slick, overproduced commercial songs, you'd better cover your delicate little ears. Those poor bastards play it raw and they play it mean. Be a pal and support independent, anti-corporate country music. Anti-corporate? I concur. Yeah, what I like about the band, as I've mentioned to you before, kind of like that lo-fi grimy sound like the guitars don't buzz they just sound like greasy and sick <laughs> i love old that. sick greasy guitar and, trick you know we we've always stated here on the show that we enjoy story songs and this band when you listen to their tunes it's tales of hard times it's folks fighting their demons it's songs about fucking around and finding out <laughs> it is just Really old school, grimy, country roots Americana music, and uh, I kind of dig that. Also, they're featured on Old Gods of Appalachia Gord, so that's right. They do nothing pro- at all wrong outro with that. music. I was just listening to Old Gods of Appalachia yesterday as I was cooking. It was good stuff. Oh, I'm so far behind. I, I got to get back on that. Yeah, you do. You you know what? And you have a commute too. You. You have a time when you're in a car and could listen to a podcast. I, I don't have that. You know, and yet, I listen to a lot of music when I'm driving. Oh, that's... I that's, am more likely to put in my... Plug in my iPod and uh, listen to whatever I'm grooving on at that moment. So I usually listen to podcasts while I'm working or walking and uh, music when I'm driving. I don't know why. Yeah, cannot listen to podcasts while I'm working. That does not work out for me. Yeah, sometimes I'm doing like that mindless spreadsheet stuff. You're formatting <laughs> a spreadsheet, you're adjusting columns, you're dragging down formulas, and so that's oh, okay. are perfect for that kind of thing. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, if I'm trying to like sell somebody on something while I'm listening to a podcast, man, you really had to buy this printing press. Well, hold on. Oh my God. <laughs> Old Gods of Appalachia is getting crazy. So anyway, uh, back to those poor bastards. Thank you again for sharing your music once again on the show. Gord, uh, I think it's time to thank our backers for the thank you backwards 2023 Comedy Horrors Film Festival. Again, All right. these are folks who fired into the Kickstarter. They pledged money for tickets, for swag, for shirts, hoodies, enormous packages, beanies this year. And if you listen to this and you're not among the names of the people we read, just feel confident in the fact that these people are better than you are. <laughs> I wouldn't say that, but yes, I would. I did. Okay. Okay. I'll start this show. Thank you to Sean, Michael, Tiffany, Eric, and the Creative Fund. Thank you to Jess, Greg, RS, Kim, Will, Kevin, and Preston. 
And thank you to Diana, Sean, Willennium, Josh, Stephen, and Corey. Thank you to Jamie, Aaron, Bob, Tabitha, Lorelai, and Ray. And thank you to Greg, Miles, John, DZ, and Bill. Thank you to Richard, Alex, Alex again, Christopher, and Auto Duelist. And a big thank you to Chemo and Dragon's Roost Press, Stephen, Doug, Juanita, Clarissa, and Vaughn. Thank you to Rael and Blaine, Kelsey, Chris and David, Dawn, and Adam. And thank you to Megan. Thank you to Lauren, to Stacy, and Daniel. Thank you to Nick, Jen, Jason, and Limo. Thank you to Stuart, Kyle, Scott M, and Scott F. Thank you to Tony, to Ruth, to Catherine, to Madeline, to Christy, and to Andrew. Thank you to Robin, Shannon, Angie, Dennis, Pam, April, Madeline, and Curtis. And a huge thank you to Cori, Stalker Farms, Tony, GT Printing Equipment, those guys. Thank you to Brian and Joshua, Harold, Jason, and Cynthia. Thanks, Mark, David, Lance, Nick, Patrick, Robin, and Julie. Thank you to John, Iken, Melissa, Jenna, Christy, and Chase. And hey, Chris, thank you. Thank you, William, Rick, Low Armor Cast, Paul, and of course, Jerry, Jerry Cooch. We very much appreciate the folks who fired in on the last day and guaranteed custom Comedy of Horrors koozies for all backers who pledged over the $20 value. So, well done, folks. You're getting a koozie. Nothing not like a jacuzzi. Don't think cold. you're getting a jacuzzi because that's not happening. <laughs> How you pronounce that weird? I want to make sure there's no J in koozie. Yeah, please. No, <laughs> we cannot afford that. But I mean, how great is that? I mean, you all will be able to keep your beverages incrementally colder than they would normally be. Using or warmer, depending on the beverage. That's right. So, how cool is that? Or warm. How temperature consistent is that? (laughs) Right on. Thank you all again for your support. Again, advanced tickets will go on sale on February 1st, so you can still attend the festival this year. You just won't be able to attend by paying the lowest possible ticket price. That's all. Yeah. No, and we won't look down on you and have you know about it. (laughs) Yeah, we'll absolutely keep that to ourselves. Yeah. It's going to be awesome, man. We got seats available. We got a big freaking awesome theater that's going to be a hoot. It's going to be a hoot. And I've seen some shorts already that have made me laugh coffee out my nose. And the Del Which Destroyers, is weird because I wasn't drinking coffee at the time. The Destroyers. Did you see that little snippet I posted of them playing live a couple of weeks ago? I did. I Who saw the snippet. Rip? Yeah, it was a snippet rip it. It's going to be fun. Well, speaking of music, let's listen to another tune. Oh, God, yeah. All right. Well, now, because everyone is broke from supporting our film festival, (laughs) God bless you all, we'd like to play Heaven is for the Poor by those poor bastards from God Awful. My favorite song by this band, by the way. Thank you.
Once again, that was Those Poor Bastards with Heaven is for the Poor. You can find their stuff at Tribulation Recordings or thosepoorbastards.bandcamp.com. Or Lord, you got any the weird internet. Stuff this week? I do. I do have some weird stuff. This weird stuff comes from Australia. And most things in Australia try to kill you. And spinach apparently is no different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've heard of the snakes. I've heard of the sharks. Yeah, and the killer pine cones. <laughs> I've heard of the spiders. The spiders. I haven't heard of the spinach. Yes, apparently uh, in New South Wales, there's some toxic spinach, which is causing hallucinations and delirium. Yes, toxic spinach has sparked an urgent health alert in Australia after people who consumed it suffered severe sickness and hallucinations. People have needed medical care after eating the Riviera Farms brand baby spinach from Costco. So, you know, it's like the big pack of deadly spinach or hallucinogenic spinach. Health authorities say the symptoms have included delirium, spike, heart rate, blurred vision, and hallucinations. Riviera Farm says it believes the spinach was contaminated by, quote, a weed. And erections lasting more than four hours. Yeah, you, if that happens, you should call an Australian. <laughs> They're saying to remove it from the shelves. Do not eat any spinach if you bought it from Riviera Farms in Australia. No news on what this contaminating weed is, but it sounds a lot like a certain weed I know. Or perhaps it's ergot. Can you get ergot on spinach, Steve? No, I don't know. That's like a bread yeast, right? It's a fungus, yeah. I mean, you get ergotized bread, but maybe there's more than one uh, food fungus that uh, will make people hallucinate that's not a mushroom i don't that's know weird. it's I weird like how though that it's an american company that's poisoning the australians you'd think it would be <laughs> the native australian flora that would be poisonous but no it's imported yeah well i mean the spinach itself is australian it's just an american company that's trying to make deadly australian things more efficient <laughs> and available in large family size containers <laughs> jesus God, eat your spinach. No, Mom, I don't eat my spinach. I see air goblins. <laughs> Maybe that's it. No, I don't ever buy spinach from Costco, not one time. Yeah, so, generally I don't buy any produce at all from Costco. I'm not getting, so. that's not where I'm getting my air goblins from. <laughs> and everyone knows you can't see air goblins. If you're seeing air goblins, you know it's a hallucination. They're invisible. That's right. That was fascinating, Gordon. That. Thank you. How about another tune? How about another tune? Now, folks may not know this, but those poor bastards are so prolific. How prolific are they? So prolific. They've released two albums since the last time we featured them on the show. So this is one from their last 2021 release, Old Time Suffering, the appropriately timed Chopping Wood for Winter. Chopping wood for winter, chopping wood, 
land. Was the first one that he made. These boats are gonna rise again. He put 'em on the bank and he lay 'em in the shade. These boats are gonna rise again. I knew it, did I knew it? These boats are gonna rise again. Thought he'd make a woman too. These boats are gonna rise again. Did not know exactly what to do.
right, once again, that was Chopping Wood for Winter from Those Poor Bastards and their 2021 release, Old Time Suffering. And we followed that up with Adam throwing Eve right under the bus in These Bones Gonna Rise Again from the same release, Tribulation Recordings. Hope you dug it. I dug it. It's time for some multimedia triage. What have you been digging on lately? Steve, I've been reading books. My friend bought me the first book in this Sin Du Jour series, and they're absolutely delightful. They're novellas, action-packed, completely over the top. The first one is called Envy of Angels, and they're written by this madcap author who's written a gazillion short stories. But he used to be a professional wrestler and an unarmed combat self-defense instructor before he decided to write full-time. These books are novellas. They're fast reads. They're absolutely wonderful, mindless, hyper-creative stories about this uh, catering company in New York, which does catering for rather unconventional clients like demons, like goblins. Like, I, no, no air goblins so far. But each one of the seven books in the series addresses one of the seven deadly sins. So the first one, Envy of Angels, this catering company is charged with catering an event for uh, rival clans of demons. And they're supposed to serve an actual angel. And they're really not into that. And hijinks ensue. Lots and lots of action. You can tell this guy is writing from a place of, hey, what's the best crazy action thing that can happen right now so i would say check it out and handy safety tip if you're thinking about buying these books don't buy the first three books one at a time you can spend way too much money there's like the first book on amazon if you're reading it on your kindle you like the first three are bundled into a a less expensive version than buying them one at a time and they're short so you may as well just do it that way good tip uh, yeah check so is it Check kind of, stuff it sounds, from the way you're describing it, it almost sounds like a, kind of an American Terry Pratchett. Is it that kind of a vibe? Yeah, if you threw in a lot of John dies at the end, yeah. Okay. Like nice. the, the hyperkinetic craziness of what's going to happen next. At some point, there's a you know, minor spoiler alert, but there's a giant lizard man that wants to have sex with George Clooney at a party. So <laughs> <laughs> it's... It's bananas. I'm about three books into this series, really digging it. Right on. Uh, the, the other thing I'm digging that you are not yet digging is uh, Bastard Son of the Devil Himself on Netflix, which is about witches battling clans of witches. And the idea is that there's the blood witches and the whatever, the they have some name, pure heart witches or something. And they're, they're rival clans, and they're at war with each other in Europe. Most of it takes place in England and France. And it features the actor John Reddy as a, a major role. And everything John Reddy is in that I've seen has been – he's just the best. He was in The Terror. He was the soft-spoken hitman in Utopia. The guy freaking rocks. So check out Bastard Son of the Devil himself. I watched the whole first season – and unlike another series I was watching, I approved the whole goddamn thing. Hmm, right on. Oh, and uh, I'm, I started watching Wednesday Adams, which I was prepared to really not like. Uh, I thought it was going to be way too cute. It's quite wonderful. I'm three episodes into that. That's also on Netflix. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. It's Wednesday Adams of the Adams family, and her adventure is off at a boarding school. It's it's absolutely sweet. Danny Elfman does the music. The music is absolutely top-notch in this it's funny it's dark it's quirky i heard that uh they played uh Gugumak on one episode is that true is that a relative of johann sebastian bach <laughs> oh it's a cramp song you dork <laughs> i don't know they haven't played it in the first three episodes oh, but okay. i wouldn't put it past them right on and then you and i have uh, been digging a couple of the same things, yeah, movie-wise, right? we saw watch, a right? of the same movies in theaters recently. I enjoyed The Menu quite a bit. Uh, As did I. Yeah, it's a, kind of a tale of a bunch of rich people who go to a high-end restaurant for, like, a tasting menu. 
on this island in the Pacific Northwest. And uh, the head chef, played by Ray Fiennes, is a very maniacal, controlling sort of a fellow, and uh, hijinks ensue. Uh, I very much enjoyed that movie. I thought it was a good mix of black humor and intensity. No, what's the word? I don't know. It is intense, but I thought it was an, a, a fun indictment on uh, the the high end restaurant scene. Not not just the clientele and the kitchen and the hype. I mean, the whole thing, both sides of of the coin. And unlike you, weirdly, unlike you, I worked in a lot more food service stuff going through college and whatnot. So the the like fealty to the chef of. Uh, by the kitchen and uh i don't know i i just i i felt like whoever wrote that script had done some time in the restaurant industry oh yeah and, and probably in like you know michelin star level restaurant or something like yeah that. we're not talking taco bell <laughs> right there there weren't a lot of stars at the taco bell i worked at There's yeah which was the same one i worked at yeah <laughs> although we would make the hell out of an enchilada. Are you done with that bean pot yet, Gordy? <laughs> Gordy? No, you're never done with the bean pot. <laughs> the bean pot is never done with you. <laughs> I'm not ever going to be done with this bean pot. <laughs> it's like Macho Grande. <laughs> Another film I very much enjoyed was Violent Night with David Harbour. Uh, as Santa. What a fun film. And not just like a department star Santa. No, he's legit the real guy. The real deal. Who ends up in a mansion during a terrorist heist and again crazy shit happens uh that was totally fun it's kind of silly and ridiculous but uh was a really good time he's just it doesn't so try to, to over explain it either even yeah. like santa's like i don't even know how this santa magic happens <laughs> like all right cool we're just gonna go with it <laughs> That's yeah right. very That's violent right. it's it says so right on the poster, Violent Night. It is a violent movie. Yeah, and there's there's some stuff at the end of the movie where I was like, God damn. And then when the credits rolled, I saw that the director was Tommy Verkula, who's the guy who did Dead Snow and Dead Snow 2, which are like two of my favorite zombie movies. And so that explained an awful lot because he breaks shit. In his <laughs> <movies>. <laughs> let's, just, <laughs> let's just be honest about what that guy does. I mean, he's the guy who invented the guy ensnared with zombie intestines and falls off a cliff and gets choked. He comes up with some crazy shit, this guy. I hate when that happens. Yeah. So, yeah, Violent Night, super fun. Go see it this holiday season. Anything else? No. What else do you want? I have 5,962 uh, shorts to watch, not to mention uh, at least 20 feature films. So, right. so we should Jesus, what are we doing? Around then yeah. Listen to another tune. Okay. All right, uh, we're going to go uh, all the way back to 2007 for this one. Uh, in the previous times that we have featured those poor bastards on the show, I haven't quite got around to this song, but it's one of the most harrowing tunes in their whole catalog. Uh, this is from 2007's Hellfire Hymns, and it's called The Dust Storm. Storms forming in the sky Blowing down the road by 12 feet high It's tearing up my lungs, it burns my eyes Take off your dress, put on your face Take off your dress, put on your face Saving in that jar Ignore the screams are coming from the car Let's forget we're miserable and poor Take off your face Put on your dress Take off your boots Put on your dress I'm feeling Does come true. We gotta find ourselves something to do. 
Storm from 2007's Hellfire Hymns, and uh, right behind that I threw on Those Poor Bastards' uh, anti-smoking ad, Tobacco is an Indian Weed, from 2021's Old Time Suffering. I hope you enjoyed those. Thank you again to Lonesome Wyatt and Those Poor Bastards for sharing their music with us. Uh, Again, you can find their stuff at Tribulation Recordings or... ThosePoorBastards.Bandcamp.com Also, thank you again to all our backers for helping make the 2023 Comedy Horrors Film Festival happen. Bravo. Yeah. Thank you. Woo! 
Our usual bullshit, you can reach the show at 425-296-6557 or reach us via email to steve at bonehand.com. There's new content on bonehand.com every once in a while. It's also the home of the Heavy Half Hour. And you can find my stuff at mightywombat.com. Cartoons nearly weekly unless I'm overwhelmed by watching short films. It happens. It happens. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm Bonehand over there. We also have a Bonebat Twitter feed and a Facebook page where you can keep track of all the comings and goings regarding the film festival, as well as other cool stuff like new albums from bands we've featured on the show, great deals on video games, all kinds of fun stuff. So you want to be checking in on that regularly again thank you for listening if you like what we do please spread the word and tell a friend uh one last tune tonight from those poor bastards and their new release god awful i think we're gonna listen to the closer confession i hope you dig this once again this is steve and this is gord have a good one i do have a good one
We're putting on a show, guys.